like I'm living out in Greece Or oh, catch me at the deli with my bacon, egg and cheese oh, This is true culinary, this is what's behind the scenes Cooking in the kitchen, that big money where we eat oh. Best dishes, stories from the kitchen Kitchen rolls from the gutters in podcast Who's Hungry Baby? Episode 3 of Rags to Dishes. I'm your host, Max Messier-Richter, and with me as always is the wonderful Daniel Cotter. d what up? What's up? I brought my appetite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, so last episode, we talked about a lot of the dish warrior legends and the clean steel and the grease and... Some of the goats. Some of the nasty goats. But we uh, feel like we didn't get to all of it. And I know we said, or I said, so I guess I'm going to take the blame that this week we're going to talk about after hours stories at the establishment, but we're going to push that back. Yeah, there'll be plenty of time for that. So without further ado, we're going to get into Clean Steel Part 2. Part 2. So, uh, Dan, why don't you hit us with a little something? Well, dude, we never even got to, uh, to sense one. One of the uh, one of the top seventeen illest MCs to ever come out of South Kingstown, and one of the probably top five MCs to ever come out of the establishment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you and me are probably like one and two, but like <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wiz is up there too. Shout out to Wiz. Shout out to Twin Beds. <laughs> you know, twin Beds for life. <laughs> but yes, so since one, this guy dishwasher. I remember his first day. I was expoing, and. Uh, He's dishing. He's the new guy. Nobody's really talking to him. And then, like, some, like, really generic rap song came on. Like, Juicy. My big I got five on it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> something, like, that always would play on a hip-hop barbecue radio on the Pandora at the establishment. Oh, should we and just talk about that? Should we just talk about the Pandora real quick? Dude, the I Pandora mean- was lit. It got really lit. It got, it got, I remember getting a lot of hate when I started sliding some jam bands into it. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I got a lot of shit from no comment. Fish and Bo and stuff up there. I mean, I remember there would be a lot of like le- Electric Wizard and no one will ever forget the OG Mako. Oh my God, that was the <laughs> craziest night. When Bitch You Guessed It started playing unedited in the dining room. You was right. It was, I've never seen. Rory moves so fast. <laughs> I was on the line. And then we just hear the beat for Bitch You Guessed It start. And there's like, you know, like a, a couple bar like intro with just that do, 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 do piano beat is playing. And then all of a sudden we we all looked at each other. We're like, no, this can't be real. And then all of a sudden the lyrics start. It's just like, bitch, you guessed it. I just see Rory sprint to the back to go skip to the next song. And he was like, at least a couple more bars got in to the point where he was like, you is motherfucking right. (laughs) (laughs) It was like motherfucker. And then he had to like skip it right then. Oh my God. Oh dude, that was crazy. That was like, their Pandora was sick though. That's how I got introduced to, uh, Buena Vista Social Club, that sick mm. Cuban band that would always play. Yeah, I mean, they had a lot of different stations that would all get warped into one. And, like, being not a big fan of Pandora myself, like... Pandora sucks. The establishment turned me on to so much music just from being yeah. there for 12 well, hours a day. Yeah, because they had some actually interesting stations. Like, instead of just being, like, top 40 and, like, 70s classic rock, they were, yeah. like, 
Cuban music. Hipster cafe radio. (laughs) Hip-hop barbecue radio was legitimately one of them. It is one of the sickest Pandora stations (laughs) of all time. Check it out. One of the greatest. I got five on it. Juicy (laughs) and uh, flavor in your ear will be the first three songs (laughs) in here. (laughs) Guaranteed. Um, But uh, what about Sense One? Back to Sense One. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Sense One's in the dish pit. It's his first day. And... uh, all of a sudden, like, Juicy starts playing, and he starts, like, vibing in the dish pit, like, to himself. And I'm, like, exploring, so I'm looking at him at the corner of my eye. And he's just like, oh, I see. You guys like hip-hop around here. Okay, you guys get down with hip-hop. <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, excuse me? Were you, were you talking? Are you saying something? He was like, oh, you guys get down with hip-hop? That's cool. Oh, yeah, but I don't know if anybody told you, but you know what happened? You know, being an MC myself, you know? Like, you know and he just, like, immediately outed himself as a rapper like one hour into his shift it was pretty brutal like i've never seen such shameless plugging of oneself before where he just like instantly dove into how he was a rapper to be fair he wasn't that great of a dishwasher yeah i mean he was a better rapper he was a better rapper than he was a dishwasher that's not exactly a compliment i remember at one point working there i I, who knows when it was, but I think I was in prep at the time. It might have been before I went to Dishpo. Dish, uh, sorry, Dishpo. Expo. <laughs> you were a Dishpo. <laughs> I, was a di- I was a Dishpo as well. Um, <laughs> but there was just like a line of terrible dishwashers that they had there. And as we talked about last episode, like you can't really suck at dishwashers at the establishment because it just fucks everything up. You can't. I mean, everything, everybody relies on you if you're a dishwasher at and, any restaurant. If you're and right. like anyone that works in the service industry knows like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the worst. Yeah. Especially like for dishes, at least Saturday and Sunday mornings are brutal. Yeah. It sucks when you work in the service industry, like in restaurants and people are like, get ready for the weekend. And you're like, Fuck yourself. <laughs> Fuck the weekend. Um, My weekend is Tuesday, Wednesday. But like they were it was like one summer, the dishwashers were just so fucking bad. And like every couple of hours, they would crash the pit. Not in the weeds. Crash. Because that's how we oh, say yeah. it. Cra- crashes. In the weeds was out at the establishment. Totally out. You say crash. You're crashing. Bro, you're crashing. You crashed it. You're crashing. What was your favorite movie that won an Oscar in 2004? Crash. What's your favorite video game to play? Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> when I was petitioning, they called me Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite band, Crash Test Dummies? <laughs> no, 311. <laughs> um, but so Jay would have to go hop in the dish pit. Dude, he would be so mad. And <laughs> he would come and start slamming and dishes. And just abusing the dishwasher. Yeah, They'd come what? up to him like, like look how fucking easy it is. <laughs> Someone would be like, you know, like, well, since you're helping out, like, can I go smoke a cigarette? It's like, no, you can't go smoke a cigarette. The only reason you have time. You suck. Yeah. Like, the only reason you have time to smoke a cigarette is because I'm over here doing your job for you. He would just be jumping around, yelling, uncrashing that dish pit. But what a he, warrior! The funniest thing is, like, he would be like frustratingly slamming dishes around, but he's only splashing water into his own face. <laughs> like, Fucking throw this to oh fuck! Shout out Jay, that's my boy right there. Jay Phillips was up. Last week we talked about Anatoly, and we talked about Alan. And at that time that they worked there, like the dish pit was pretty legit, at least for a little bit. But we totally forgot to talk about the other member of the big three, 
My yeah. boy, Carl. Carl? Carl was like... Carl. Carl was like the silent man behind them. Like, he was a real G. He never talked mm. for like the first year. And then I remember, I remember once he was like a... He, so he was a former fisherman. Yep. And I remember there was one night that like, you know, we used to get sides of salmon in. Yeah. And have to like, you know... Skin the scales off, strip like the them off, yeah, yeah. Strip the scales off and like just like clean the fish that's like already half clean for you, yeah. And Carl was like, <laughs> I remember, I don't know how it came up whether Carl offered to do it once, or I think somebody like Alex or somebody was like, Oh, Carl, you you probably could like fillet this fish like nothing, dude, because you got those fishing bullet skills. And Carl was like, Yeah, I might give it a try. And then I remember he grabbed that fish knife and he went over to the side of salmon and he was like. It was like two motions. It was like whoop with the tail and then all the way down. <laughs> and he just like took it off in a second. Just effortless. Dude, riding a bike. It you was know, like nothing for him. Speaking of riding a bike, he did ride a bike. Everyone. I didn't mean it like that. He did. But, um, dude, that's that dishwashing lifestyle. I think I think the thing that really got me about Carl is like you were saying, he was silent for so long. And we knew he was a fisherman. And one night, I think... I must have covered or picked up a dish shift or something just for extra money, you know, rolling in that overtime. But Oh, that was the best. And I think I was working with Carl and we were talking about fishing and like I was asking him about like uh like the guts and the maggots. And I wa- when I said maggots, I watched his eyes light up and it was just like really? he's just like you like the maggots? <laughs> yeah, so fucking creepy, dude. And Carl was creepy like that cuz he was tall and he was quiet. Yeah, he-, he was probably the lesser of the big three of Anatolia. That's Alan, what I'm saying. He but. he was the Chris Bosch <laughs> behind LeBron and D Wade. He was he was just like the stoic that they're grabbing boards, you know, getting those like tough points. He was the Bosch of the group. But I remember he was one of those dudes that would be weird where it's like he was such a quiet dude. That it's like when you start like working a dish shift with him, you're like, you know what? I'm going to talk to Carl today. I'm going to get to know him. And then he would open up and you'd be like, Carl, I don't like what you're showing me. I'm not (laughs) sure I wanted you to open up in this way, man. He's one of those dudes where it's like, oh, so this is why you're quiet all the time. Because what you have to say is fucking nuts. Um, Do you remember how Carl got fired? No, not at all. I don't remember him getting fired at all. Okay. Maybe you were gone. I, I don't know. Hopefully. I don't think so. But so there were plenty of dishwashers at the establishment. Not going to say it today. Um, yeah, we're getting good <laughs> that, at this. That were like, eh, you know, they they partook. They partied. Let's, let's leave it at that. Yeah. Anyway, Carl was doing a certain substance that we didn't know. Because to be honest, Carl drank some beers, but he was never like fucked up at work or anything. But yeah. Anyway, I guess he was doing this substance off of the top of the dishwashing machine. Oh shit! As yeah. he was closing, he was doing that Expo juice off the <laughs> off of the goddamn. Di- <laughs> Damn. Anyway, anyway, this is how ridiculous. This is a little taste of how ridiculous this. That's not even a really clean, is. dry surface, <laughs> yeah, dude. I what don't do you even do it. I don't even wait. Well, I just mean, wait. when you're when you're used to being on the you know the poop deck. Anyway, I guess he closed, and some residue was left over. Oh, honey. And Chris and Jay found it, and. Didn't fire him. <laughs> First of all, did not fire. We're not even thinking That's about firing. That's how desperate him. for dishwashers. And we were. I think, I think it was uh, DJ Al, DJ Chef Al, DJ Al Bumps was told like, uh, "Hey, you got to tell Carl that he can't 
do this substance off of the dishwasher <laughs> anymore. <laughs> anyway, anyway, whoever it was that told him goes over Can't to Can't ride the rails. Goes, the goes, first of all, the, the one mistake was that Chris or Jay did not personally say it to Carl. That's insane to me. But... <laughs> But we're not we're not at the finish line yet. So whoever it was goes to tell him like, "Hey, like Chris said, you can't do this." And Carl just immediately goes, "Yeah, well, you can tell Chris to go fuck himself." <laughs> Are you serious? And so Carl was fired for not doing the substance off the dishwasher, but for telling Chris to go fuck himself. That's insane to me. And that was just the end I have of Carl. so many problems with this. What has transpired here? Let's hear them. First of all, worst place in the kitchen you could do that substance <laughs> off of. Are you kidding me? There are plates everywhere. You've cleaned all of them. <laughs> There's no one else in the we restaurant. We always <laughs> use plates. Are you kidding me? You could choose that dirty ass service and not clean up after yourself. Second problem with this story. I'm picturing like that corner of the top of oh, the dishwasher. Like the sandy shit gets. Exactly. So how could you see the remnants of the substance there? It could just be some soap scum. Like who saw that and was like, this is cocaine. <laughs> well, 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 maybe, I don't know. Maybe he left like a couple lines. Nobody forgot. leaves lines. Listen I, to yourself listen, right listen, now. Listen, he was, fu- he was clearly on, I, on I, one I, closing I could, the dish yeah, pit. I can understand how it could be there, but you can understand I have, I have questions. I okay? didn't see the evidence. I just uh, know the tale. I, I, I'm not questioning you. I'm just merely bringing up probably the questions and on that's everybody's what, mind right And now. that's what happened to Chris Bosch. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you don't know the tragic story of Chris Bosch. Oh, man. Um, Sorry, Chris Bosch. Speaking of basketball, like... Yes, I'm listening. <laughs> when I used to dishwash, I feel like all the time I would just be fucking jaying silverware into the oh, silverware bucket. Dude, that was like, the best, worst thing ever. I, I think at one point I made like 82 shots in a row. Dude, well, I mean, first of all, it wasn't a difficult shot. It's like, uh, it's not that difficult to throw a fork into it's like, like a, a, it's a, like a, it's like a mid range shot. Exactly. You should make it if you're a professional. So 82 straight, but dude, the, what I remember about that, <laughs> all right, Kobe, what I remember about that <laughs> was, uh, every time, uh, every shift you would be doing that regularly, some bus girl or bus boy or server would come around the corner and right when you drip. threw one. <laughs> so then you drained a fork into the, into the little pre-soak and it's blue liquid just <laughs> splashes all over somebody's nice blouse. <laughs> Sorry, Jay Lee. Yeah, sorry. Um, so many victims to that splash, dude. I remember at um, at the dish pit at the place I used to work in Batunic, It was like such an open kitchen that like the dishwashing station is like right next to the door to the kitchen, mm-hmm. and there was no door to the door to the kitchen. And this is a place that's like a music venue too, so in a bar predominantly, so people are wasted and hanging out. And they just see this open doorway with no door to the kitchen. And so people would routinely, like, put their own dirty plates in the dish pit. Oh, man. And people just, for some reason, felt entitled at that place to just walk into the kitchen for whatever reason, especially because they were wasted. Yeah, well. This one dude, I remember one, like, winter or something, came into the kitchen and just took off his jacket and hung it on one of like the pantry racks right next to the door. (laughs) Like he owned the fucking place. 
And all of us in the kitchen were like, can you believe the goddamn audacity on this fucking motherfucker right here to just hang his fucking jacket on our pantry racks like it's his goddamn house? And so we took like an egg and put it in his jacket pocket. Cracked or? No, just like a raw egg in the shell, hoping he would crack it himself when he like put his hand in his pockets. And then like an hour or two later, when apparently he went to leave, he came like into the kitchen and poked his head in. And like he was wasted two hours ago when he hung, I mean, he was wasted. He hung his jacket in the kitchen. He comes back two hours later. He's like, all right, you guys. I see you guys. It was pretty good. And he's like holding the egg in his hand. He somehow didn't break it. But he was a good sport about it. I was surprised. I kind of thought he might come in here and flip it out. Do you remember throwing eggs at each other? Yes. <laughs> yes. The best, like, like over the expo station on dude, the line. The best way to throw eggs at each other was not like, Egging a house where you're just pegging each other with eggs. That's not even fun. Nah, that turns yeah, malicious. Yeah, yeah. The best That's way is much. like when someone's not paying attention to just be like, hey, heads up, and just throw an egg at them Let's for that, like, lob it. it, soft lob it for them to catch, especially when their hands are full because then <laughs> they can't do anything. And an egg just like pathetically splats at their feet. And it's, it's just so satisfying. Oh, that shit's so fun. That was up. the best. So, this place you used to work at that had the open kitchen. Did, yeah. they, did they have any crazy dishwashers? Uh, yeah, dude. Oh my god. I mean, I guess I guess all restaurants do, but like, dude, there was this one guy we had, and it's like, okay, most dishwashers you see are either, you know, immigrants that are like getting a low income job, or kids that are getting like their first job. What's really interesting is when you get like a 40 to 60 year old white male and they're doing like their first dishwashing job. And you're like, what's going on with this person? And there was one dude at this place in Matunic that was like, he was problematically unstable where like (laughs) he, he started pretty soon after he started working, wearing like headphones during his shift. And he wasn't listening to like podcasts or, like, music where he could have, like, the phone off in his pocket. It was one of those things where you can tell someone's, like, listening to, like, YouTube. Because you can see their phone, like, on a pantry rack across the room with, like, a YouTube video playing. And this dude was listening to InfoWars with Alex Jones, like, all the time. Ugh. And I remember us, like, noticing where it's, like, he wouldn't, like, talk about, like, yeah, so Alex Jones is great. But, like, we're, like, going to put stuff away like in or like grab a clean ladle and then you see this phone on the rack next to the ladles and it's just playing info wars <laughs> silently and you're like whose ear is this playing in right now <laughs> so this dude soon revealed himself to be the uh maniac and uh i remember once like at this kitchen we had the sweetest head chef i've ever had nicest guy almost to a fault like needed to have like a sous chef that was like a real hard ass yeah, to yeah, like yeah. do to, to break to out. break the bones for him. Mm-hmm. He was such a nice guy, and I saw him lose it once when this dishwasher tried to. I forget the exact context, but he tried to imply that the Sandy Hook massacre did not happen, and like <laughs> like it's rough even talking. Leave that one at home, dude, man. <laughs> dude. That's the issue. That you choose to bring up, like, that's like going from zero to 60th <laughs> drop of a hat. Like, that's 
so bad. And this guy, this head chef that was like the nicest guy ever, just lost it. And like, I, I've, I've never seen him so mad where he was just like, you better knock that shit the fuck off right now, dude. Like, it was <laughs> rough. Like, I don't want to hear that shit ever. Like, that, that's, that's a different, like, I, I don't want to throw around the term crazy, but like, you got to be crazy to believe, not only believe some shit like that, but to go around and talk about it with your coworkers like it's something to talk about. Like like it's a um like yeah, like it's a normally accepted theory. Like like it's hey, did you see the game this weekend, man? They got robbed. Like, yeah, Sandy Hook never happened. Yeah. <laughs> Just casually throw that out at work tomorrow, see how that works out. I mean, like one of the worst experiences as a dishwasher is when this is like totally 180 from the story you just told, but like I'm with it. When other people in like the restaurant sports. are pissed off, the oh, yeah. dishwasher catches all the flack. Dude, that is such a good point. It's it the like, worst. It works its way down the system. Like yeah, it's trickle-down economics. Yeah. Trickle-down <laughs> fuck economics. Yeah, right exactly. <laughs> like, like, the line guy's pissed. All right, I'm going to go fuck with the prep guy. Now the prep guy's pissed. He's going to go fuck with the dishwasher. And the dishwasher... Yeah, that's you got a, no one to fuck on. That's so. a neoliberal ass bullshit. <laughs> that's a, that's some Reaganomic shit. It was the worst. Yeah, if you were like, you would feel bad doing it, but it's just like, it just it would trickle down, dude. If you were pissed, it would just like the dishwasher got the brunt of it, and it's just like, if you're pissed, it's because it's probably because it's busy, so it's gonna be busy for the dishwasher too. So they're probably having a bad day too. Yep. So then if you're being a dick to them about it, you're just slamming dishes, slamming pots in the sink. Dude, I was the worst with that. Like, I remember I would like, I would drop dishes in the sink with like such like a fuck you edge to myself. Just just, breaking plates at the bottom of the water. What's that bitch? Oh yeah. You like that? Oh, Oh, the worst was like, wait, do you remember? Oh my God. What was it called? I was going to say the Luna Mayo. Do you remember gonna, people burning Luna oh Mayo? Oh, God. Where it's like, all right, so the Luna reduction is just... Uh, <sighs> orange just juice. Orange juice and sugar with, like, a little Chipotle or some shit on it. And you just reduce the And you reduce the it. orange juice and the sugar. So if you forget about this on the stove and you cook down orange juice mixed with even more sugar... Game over. It just turns into this black cement <laughs> on the inside of whatever pot you were making it in. And it is just the dishwasher's nightmare. You have to get a hammer and a chisel and like Michelangelo that shit out of there. Like it's ridiculous. And I used to burn it and then throw it in the dish pit and be like, sorry, asshole. Guess you got to deal with this fucking shit. Like suck on. I was the worst person to just burn it twice. (laughs) Oh my God. Now I might be butchering this, the term. Let me hear it. Is it time machine? When the line guys would save oh up all God. of their dishes, I th- and then no. come over and just that was like a Jimmy specific. Oh my God, Jimmy oh my loved God. it. Yes, I don't think it was called time machine. It, would, it was something like it that. was something flashback. Like that. Something he would something just like all right. That. So he would be on the line and shift what changes he would soon, do, no, dude. He would ask for a bus tub while he was on the line. So so what would happen at the establishment was we served breakfast until four. That's late as fuck. Late okay? as fuck. No restaurants serve breakfast until four unless they're like Denny's or IHOP or some like 24-hour shit. Most places cut it off at like one, maybe two. Four is crazy late. 
So the night shift would get in at two. And so the night line cooks would actually have to cook breakfast for two hours before switching to the strictly dinner menu. So Jimmy, when he was working the night shift, first thing he would do would be like, can I get a bus tub to the line, please? (laughs) And he would get his own bus tub. And as he emptied egg pitchers and pancake batter pitchers during those first two hours, he would just throw them in the bus tub. Hollandaise. God. Keep going. He would just empty those pitchers and throw them in the bus tub and save it and savor it too. Just sit on it until like nine o'clock when everybody's giving their dishes to the dishwasher. And just when the dishwasher thought they were getting out of the weeds, he would come over and be like, Time machine, time to send you back. And just like <laughs> dump brutally, dump this entire bus tub. Of dirty pitchers that have like dried pancake batter and dried eggs that have been eggs. just crusting on the oh. inside of this pitcher for just like four hours at least. At the this pitchers point. there were so gross. And he would deliver these dishes with malice. He would just <laughs> dump them and be like, how do you like that, you little fuck? <laughs> there was nothing you could do about it. You'd just be like some 19-year-old like, kid you, like, okay. Can I get a cheeseburger? Don't show me your penis again. I'm going to bring it back to Hollandaise here because fuck you. Dude. First of all, <laughs> fuck you too, Jimmy. Dude, um, Hollandaise. The classic prank at the establishment to get the dishwasher. I'm going to start it off and I'll let you fucking knock it out of the park here. Um, so the dishwasher, a.k.a. me back in the day or whoever it was there, would, you know, go outside and smoke some herb, smoke a cigarette, maybe have a beer. Go hang out outside, maybe flirt with the juice girl. Who knows? Get shut down. <laughs> maybe at first. Um, Got to keep trying, though. And then, uh, you know, maybe some time would go by and you'd come back in all stoned and nice and ready to get back into those dishes and you grab the sprayer. There's some shit on the sprayer <laughs> and it's all over your hand and you're like, oh, this is hollandaise all over my sprayer. And then you <laughs> look down and then you look down at your three bay. Oh, the entire station is covered in hollandaise. <laughs> How sweet. So at the establishment, we were one of the only restaurants around that actually made hollandaise from scratch every morning, like from eggs and butter and everything. It wasn't any of that like powdered premix shit. So it was really delicious and as it aged, it would get thick and nasty. <laughs> it would not age well. You could looked not like, use this stuff the next day. looked like fucking lemon lime Gatorade. <laughs> Dude, lemon lime Gatorade if you left it in like a hot car in Arizona for like two years. It was oh. like, it was gross. So you would, the key would be, so you go, you save the holidays until the dishwasher goes outside as a line cook. Then you go over, you take the holidays that's left over since breakfast has ended and you ladle it onto the handle of the sprayer. Then the dishwasher is going to grab the sprayer, and they're going to get hollandaise on their hand. Their next step is going to be to try to clean the hollandaise off that sprayer. Your job is to put hollandaise on every other handle that's a water source in the dish pit so that there's hollandaise just on everything that they go to grab. (laughs) So you go and grab the handle of that sprayer. You get hollandaise, and you're like, fuck, okay, I'll turn on the sink spout. You go to turn on the sink spout. Hollandaise. (laughs) Hollandaise. (laughs) You go to grab the handle of the dishwasher to open it. Hollandaise. 
it was just, it was a thing of beauty. It would set you back like 15 minutes trying to get hollandaise off of everything. More than that, it was, yeah, it, it was like, it was like a, a contest to see if you could like hide it in like the most obscure spot so that like 15, 25 or, minutes after the prank happens, you hear, oh, <laughs> God damn it, dude, it's on the fucking pot handles. I, I think you got me one time where, on <laughs> the pot handles, you got me one time where it was like that. It was like five minutes later. Or it was like I just cleaned all the hollandaise off the station and I go to just like lift up yes. the, the, uh, the arm of the dish machine. I'm just like. Oh, God. Put it on the clean side arm so when you go to open, because you wouldn't look at that side. Like you'd be standing on the dirty side and you'd reach around and just lift up that handle. Like, Fuck is oh this? A-? It's like putting shit on somebody's car door handle. Dude, the pranks at the establishment were fucking insane. Brutal. Now they got personal, dude. You and I, you and I had some days where it was just like it became not fun. <laughs> real someone's quick. getting fired yeah. today. It was just like. I'm just throwing shit in your face, <laughs> squirting red pepper oil in your eyes. Yeah, it was. There, those those were not my proudest moments. They were my proudest moments. I uh, bet. <laughs> um, so I want to talk about. I, I don't. Neither of us worked at the establishment while this monstrosity worked there, but there was a thruple at the establishment at one point. A thruple. A thruple. And they all washed dishes. It was one no. man. It was one man that I would say looked a little bit like Flava Flav. Definitely had the style of Flava Flav. He was short. He was a pretty cool dude as far as I'm concerned, like when I would stop in there. And there was an older woman and a younger woman, and they were a thruple together. Oh, man. On the weekends, because they were a thruple. Oh, and both of the women were pregnant. Oh, honey, no. So the older woman was pregnant and the younger woman was pregnant by... Flav himself. Oh no, honey. And this was the first time in the establishment's history that three dishwashers were put on a shift together <laughs> because they were a thruple. And not Wait, all the time. Because they were a thruple or yes. Beca- because because most of their shifts, oh. it was just two of them. So one of them would be like sleeping in the car in the parking lot while the other two work, or vice versa. Or they'd switch out. Oh, so this then, was like consensual by all, all parties? Like they all agreed to be in this thruple? Yes. Oh, well, that's true. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I like they you, lived together oh, as that, a thruple. Oh, that's fine. I thought you meant just like some dude was like dipping no, his No, 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 no. Oh, they, okay. they were hired as a thruple. Oh, well, that's fine. They were hired They're, as a well, thruple. Hired. A three-person dish team. So like stepbrother style, they went into the like, <laughs> they went into their interview together. And we're interviewing you. In three tuxedos. <laughs> like, um, I, they got uh, hired honest, as a thruple. Okay, I, don't, I don't know I mean, how it happened, but they all got hired. I mean, and they would work together. The owner did say he was liberal almost to a fault. I had no idea that this was going on. I mean, seems fine by me, but what doesn't seem fine is having to schedule three dishwashers <laughs> for one shift. Okay, that's someone's out saying. smoking the whole shift. <laughs> if they're both pregnant, you're really employing like four to five dishwashers. You technically have five dishwashers on one shift. <laughs> you have five heads I in mean, that dishwasher. I dish guess period. you're only paying three. But. Depending, depending on where your church teaches you that life starts, you're looking at from three to five heads working in that dish pit. Better have clean steel. 
Dude, you better have. You have no excuse to not There's have clean steel. There's five of you. Okay. There's more Man. of you than there are sinks in this dish pit. That's literally more people than sinks. That's insane. <laughs> That's insane. Wow. Well, dude, when was that? I wish I had worked during that. That would have been I, interesting times. I think I, I mean, just dude, popped in. There I thought you time. meant just like there was a thruple, just like all the other thruples, where it was just like. <laughs> People Everyone's just fucking each other. It was like, okay, I've heard so of a he lot of them. He was banging her and her. But this wasn't, and her. This wasn't just She a, was banging him and him, but then banged him. There was no... There was a lot of bad... Well, there were some good relationships at the establishment good, as well. They were bad. They're, the, here's the thing. The, no, good, even the bad, the bad the ones weren't bad. They were learning experiences, Max. <laughs> they were learning experiences. Hey, I've learned more from my losses than my wins. I've learned some of my best fuck moves. From I did. I did not lose my virginity there, but definitely the third, the fourth, the fifth. <laughs> you lost your third, the fourth, and fifth time. virginity there. How, Absolutely. You, how many times do you have sex inside the establishment? More like how many tables, dude? <laughs> we, uh, we got. See, here's I the thing. I don't have a number. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. At the establishment, there's no like Eskimo brothers, Eskimo sisters, because everybody has fucked each other. The real thing is like your Eskimo siblings with someone when you've had sex on the same table as them. <laughs> so let's go over. Okay, table four. I put in work on table, table ten. Four. I think table four. No, wait, table, table four, three. The two top. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that'd be, be, that'd be yeah, crazy. Go for it. That's not even comfortable. No, table three. Yes, ta- I think table. Either table eight or table ten. One of those four middle tables, dude, putting work in. Three, seven, ten. Bar. I can't even. Prep table. <laughs> I can't, even remember, can't even remember the table names. Table um, numbers. Yeah, but breakfast bar, definitely. Prep table. Uh, I don't know if I ever did the kitchen. That seemed a little nasty. Tried to. Uh, more power to you, though. But then you got to come in and clean that titty residue off the prep table in the morning. I didn't do anything. <laughs> good true good true fry shed oh fry shed is gully fry shed is gully as fuck if you're out there with the fruit flies beating cheeks that's some hardcore shit right there hey i mean you gotta the, the, like you go to like grab something for like stability and your fingers just sink into a sweet potato that's rotten but your fruit flies take oh, flight that's gnarly uh, fry shed mems Let's talk about Ruby for a second. Oh, because I think she's the last dishwasher I want to, at least for now, we got to move into. And I think this will move us well into talking about the prep kitchen. Yeah. So Ruby was a girl that got hired as a dishwasher. Poor girl. She was cute. She was, I think she was my age. She was cute. She She was nice. And she was woefully underprepared for the hell which was before her. Yes. It was brutal trial by right. So she like. always wore like not a lot of clothes and not in like a oh, like yeah. a slutty well, way. She worked, it was yeah, just it was like just summer. Yeah, it was, yeah summer. it was just summer. And you know, in the dish pit, like you're getting soaked and you're sweating and you're disgusting. Like mm-hmm. your, your clothes are disgusting. You're, you're disgusting. And she would I don't even remember if she was good or not. I think she was a good dishwasher, but she would get so she was good for being like a high school girl that looked like she wouldn't be a good dishwasher. Like you look at someone like Ruby and you're like, that person's not going to be a good dishwasher. And and she held her own. She held her own. It's like, that was a brutal dish bit. So, I mean, I don't know if she was good, but it's like, she, she held lasted. her own. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's better than Nolan or yeah, she was, you know, <laughs> someone like that. But 
the thing with Ruby, there's a lot to talk about with Ruby, but like the so real much. the real thing is the injury that she suffered at Oh work. my god, and yeah. So in the prep kitchen to the establishment, there's this like latch. Dude, this is like the opposite of like, you know how you would have like an attic that you access by like pulling a staircase down from the ceiling. <laughs> it was like that only in Australia, like coming out of the upside floor. down. It was just like you to get into the basement. There wasn't like a normal staircase. You just like took out part of the opened up the floor. Yeah, pretty much. And then there was like this staircase down into some like Hellraiser like Cenobite the ba- dude, like the basement. Hellscape. You go down in the basement and you look up and be like, "Is this building about to collapse?" Dude, you would go Is down in that basement in about to collapse. You could go down in that basement during like a California esque drought, and it would just be damp for some reason. <laughs> like it was just like it hasn't rained in twenty two days. We're on an odd it's even watering ban, and there is just like so much moss growing in this basement. It's so dank. Like, and so inexplicably dank basement. Anyway, down there is where the soda things were. What do you call those things? Oh yeah, like the soda fountain, uh, like the, the fountain bags. Yeah, the bags of the soda syrup. And the stairs to go down were like cement. It was just straight. It was like it was cinder like, yeah, box. it was like they a bowl cinder can. box. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so when you would open it to go down there, what you were supposed to do, and the prep kitchen. In the prep kitchen where the latch was, where the pit was, was where the juice girl station is. It was also right by where you get into the dining room. It was so when one you of the opened most high it, traffic areas. Yeah, yeah. So when you opened it, you were supposed to make like a barrier around it. You know, you move like, like a, a flower barrel, you move all this shit in the way so people can know that there's a giant open pit. Look out for the hole in the floor. And anyway, who knows who botched it and didn't put shit there, but you folks can see where this is going. Ruby was carrying a bunch of shit. I think it was like a bunch of wine glasses. Gotta be, because she's going to the juice station. She hits the corner hard into the prep kitchen. She's walking with some attitude. She slides, dude, and it was... She slides and falls down the fucking stairs, down the hole. Oh. I've, ne- I've never seen this happen in my she whole just, career. Did she just, like, disappear from yeah, 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 straight like up. Down a trap door. Disappears. You, hear, you hear, like, a Oh my god! And everyone, like every like Dan on the line was like, oh, is, "Are you okay, Jimmy?" Like Chris, everyone comes running. Anyway, she's dirty and she gets up and you see her head pop up and she's just like, "I'm fine." And right as she says that, the fucking latch slams on her head the and knocks her right down the fucking and dude that trapdoor was heavy that dude, was like it, yeah that's like 20 pounds it was like a section of floor head. with like four by fours oh coming my out god and it dude, knocked that was her down the stairs brutal. again oh my god that i forgot about and that. you know that was what insane. honestly she's a warrior because she didn't even go home i'm pretty sure dude she, she cut her, all of her, she her was face a sa- and head like, yo shout out to ruby i treated her like shit and but she was a savage dude she made that shit that's scary. That was that's like a lawsuit. worst case scenario. Why is yeah. that not a lawsuit? I can't believe she didn't go there. Had to have been concussed. That, yeah, like that is not like up to OSHA regulations. <laughs> like that was brutal because like the establishment used to be just like a residential home, and I think that that staircase was literally like the bulkhead into the home, and then like they built a kitchen like on top of it. Like it was just terrible design and a terrible outcome. Dude, poor girl, that was terrible. Yeah, oh, I mean that was brutal, but she's a warrior for that. She's on one of the goats, dude. One I, of the goats. It's another. It's another. You know, like she she gets mentioned. 
She's on the Mount Crashmore. The Mount Crashmore? As opposed to Mount Crushmore. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> Mount Crashmore. All right, you got me. Uh, well, I think that's going to do it for dishes. Yeah, we got to wrap it up. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know I did. For everyone out there that's listening, please share this with the dirty pieces of shit that you work with in your kitchens. Do it up. Share it with your dish warriors. Share it with your chefs. Rate and subscribe, baby. And share it with the ungrateful waitresses that you work with. Scum. I'm Max Messier Richter. Dan Cotter. We're Rags to Dishes.